Okay, hi everybody. Welcome to Living Extraordinary Podcast slash YouTube channel. Uh, this is Peggy Lindsay. Peggy, say hello. 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 Um, <laughs> she does arcing light. It's a, a awesome like angelic healing modality, which she's going to talk to you guys all about. She does some life coaching, and we're going to dive into. She's currently living around Sedona, and we're going to dive into all that and stuff. So yeah. Okay. That's okay. So, uh, all right, Miss Peggy, how do how do you explain um, what arcing light is? Well, uh, arcing light is a very high vibrational energy. Uh, it's divine in nature, and it's very much of the feminine aspect of God, if you will. And arcing light, um, it, it's very new to the planet. So if we look at Reiki, and most people know what Reiki is, <clears throat> and I can speak from it as well since I started off as a Reiki master before moving into arcing light. Um, Reiki has been on the earth thousands of years. It's that what we call that universal life energy energy, that life force that supports all of, you know, nature and, you know, we as human beings, the earth, that kind of thing. So why arcing light now? Well, the reason is, is because it has divine consciousness and the vibrational rate at what um, arcing light vibrates at was so much higher than what humanity was vibrating at for the longest time. And since we are on this journey of, of um, raising our consciousness, that's when arcing light had um, its door open to it. And we were then able to, to really take in arcing light um, as a vibrational match, if that makes sense. So um, if, if it would have come in before 2002, which is when it came through, humanity would not have been able to handle the energy. It would have felt yucky. It would have felt... Uh, Ooh, I don't like this, you know. We, we, we would not have been able to assimilate the energy. So um, that's why it's, it's so new and you know, so many people still don't understand what it is. So in a nutshell, that's, that's kind of like a long version of what it is, but it is very much a divine feminine healing energy, very nurturing, very supportive, um, and there's, there's a lot of things about it I could tell you. So if yeah. there's any questions. Well, you know, I, 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 uh, I got, um, I guess what, how what do you, I don't even know how you say that. I got, I got certified. certified. I got certified with you, what, like two years ago. Um, and at the time it was, it was actually the first energy healing modality I dove into. And since then I dove into other ones, but it's still the one I like the most. Mm -hmm. um, it's, uh, and I remember you were like, yeah, I'm a Reiki master, but I don't really use that. And I, so I actually went and did the Reiki master thing as well. And it's way too regimented. 
for me. Yes. It's like like yes. drawing all the symbols and all that stuff and like having to turn it on at a certain time that and like uh right. you know, like Reiki on and drawing stuff on the roof of your mouth and this and that. I, I was just going like, no, there's a way more direct contact to having like energy like I mean and, and like the arcing lights basically always on. It is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as we, as, as you might remember, um, it's not like, um, an attunement to the energy like you had with Reiki. Mm -hmm. Arcing light is an actual placing of the encodements within you. So you carry it with you all the time. And because like, like I had mentioned before, it has consciousness. It's like all we need to do really, Nikki, is just get out of the way and let the energy do what it needs to do, right? Mm -hmm. um, a, a lot of times with Reiki or other modalities, people have to figure out, okay, well, what's the issue the person's having? You know, it, it's like, let's peel that onion and figure out what's going on. It takes a while to figure that out. Well, with Arcing Light, the great thing is it knows what's going on. It knows what needs to be done and it goes right to the core issue. So there's not that, oh, let's, you know, let's try this or let's focus on that. It's offer the energy with intention of whatever is the highest and best good for that person and just be the vessel. We don't have to think about, you know, what's wrong medically or what, you know, what's going on, you know, um, in any, any other way. It's just, you know what I I've done, I do it on myself like all the time, <laughs> like mm -hmm. multiple times a day. Like, Perfect. Time. but, Perfect. um, I, and I do a lot on my family and friends, but I, my main use I think is really like, like a Gaia thing. Like I, I, I am, I act like an acupuncture point to the planet herself. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, this energy uh, is good for anything that has, um, you know, a pulse, let's say. <laughs> and Gaia, Gaia very much does. I mean, uh, a lot of people struggle with the thought that, you know, the planet's a living being. Um, you know, those that are kind of asleep yet. But we know she is moving and shaking and doing her own journey and very much appreciates any, any kind of healing uh, that we can offer her. Love and healing and appreciation. Mm -hmm. That's how she, you know, is able to withstand everything we dish out, we as human beings have dished out on her. And so she's, she's appreciating what we offer. Um, so she can clean up and uh and continue on her journey so have you been experiencing a lot of these um energy like they feel like uh, i don't know i guess like cosmic energy is coming in or some some kind of like i know i felt like a big surge on um in like the soul the springs equinox or whatever mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think equinox are and solstices seem to be pretty uh a heavy time um Huge portals, yes. Yeah, I guess there's another one coming next week, so. Uh, exactly, <laughs> next Friday, mm -hmm. uh, absolutely. Um, and it's it's not even contained just you know, with those 
periods of time, um, I feel a lot of shifting through the moon cycles as well. Mm -hmm. um, and, and certainly, you know, on a personal level, I feel those changes, whether it's um, a change in, you know, sleep patterns or, you know, aches and pains in the body or, you know, shifting even, um, you know, experientially, experientially. Uh, yeah, ears ringing a lot is a thing. Ears ringing, yes. Um, headaches or soreness. I mean, you know, it's like, what did I do? Bump my head? No. I mean, it's it's all these energies are affecting our physical bodies. Um, you know, it, we we know that we are moving from a carbon-based body into a crystalline-based body. And we are moving from the lower dimensions and we're making our way through to the higher dimensions. And this is just the way um, that, you know, the universe, source, God, however you want it call, uh, is helping us get there. You know, um, yeah. you know uh, we, we talk about ascension the ascension process, well, we're smack dab in it, you know, you know, long ago, I thought it might have been, you know, just a snap of the fingers, and, you know, we've ascended, you know, but, right. uh, but like not an end or something, and then now it's like, a, you think it might be more like a gradual thing? Yeah, very much a process, very much a process, and, and I think it's taking a little longer than what most of us thought, a long time ago because we've decided we're all going to go together you know it, it's not like a draw the line it's like okay they're not good enough we're just you know we're they're not high in vibration enough we're just gonna leave them here and let's go no quite quite opposite it's it's like um our souls all got together and had this great big meeting and said okay we're all in this together let's keep marching let's keep bringing everybody with us um let's do this ascension together and well and i definitely feel like you know the concept of like timeline shifts and stuff where yes. it's kind of one of those things where uh like I like what I thought was going to happen this time last year. It keeps on re-evolving because I kind of feel like we're 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 like our our timeline is evolving as we go. You know, I, I feel like we're yeah, very very fluid. What we're hearing uh, is that we're in uncharted territories, really. Uh, even the you know the ascended masters, our guides, and so forth um, in the higher dimensions are like. You know, we can't even really tell you what's going to happen because we've not done this before. And so whatever we as a human collective are doing is what's triggering those jumps and timelines. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So like hand in hand, you know, so, the, so here we have our, our helpers on the other side and then we are jumping in too and together uh, we each have our parts in getting getting ourselves to the next level, and that's when those timelines shift. Okay, or so let's let's talk about like the other side or the spiritual world or like I know that you have like would you say you channel 
our angel gave our Andrew or do you like have connection with like I know you have some sort of connection so like how like how do you experience the other side and what is the other side to you like does it mean another dimension or does it mean like what's it mean to you okay well let's see so the other side to me is home for all of us okay you know all we are this is this human body is just the package you know and uh you know it's not who we really are and we are here on earth and a physical experience uh, to just uh, see what it's like and uh, to learn things, to experience um, uh, duality, that type of thing. So, you know, the earth life is not, not to me, it's not real. It's just like school. It's just a... a or like an extended dream. Yeah, like a dream like a play we're all we're we're all acting in a role and and so forth i mean it seems pretty real let's let's uh let's understand that i mean <laughs> pain's pain and troubles are troubles and so on but um but the other side or heaven or however again whatever whatever word you want to use is to me home this is where we originated from this is where we belong this is our place of our soul's creation um it's the place where you know all is known you know our full consciousness is there our our whole entire being is there um and and i think what people tend to forget is that there's just a small portion of our consciousness that's here in this physical form or in, or in our mind or heart you know we're who we really are is is there on on that uh, other side or in heaven or higher dimension um, so then you sort of feel like um like yeah like you, we're just one aspect of our higher self like current like oh, our other like there's a higher self of our, or whatever. There's an, uh, there's other aspects of ourself that are simultaneously somewhere else at the same time. Absolutely. That's how powerful our higher selves are. I mean, if our higher selves tried to, you know, fully inhabit these physical bodies, we would just, uh, you know, explode. <laughs> we, we, we just could not contain the awesomeness of the entire uh, higher self energy okay so so yeah we are just a little shard of our beautiful total self uh in the higher dimensions um yeah and then and then as far as it's like channeling yes i i do channel um and it's not restricted to archangel andrew uh who oversees the arcane light energy um i can channel um mostly angels that's that's exactly who i who my connection is with um so okay so like what what's your take on like i actually like i i have a connection i i had a thing where like i i was i don't know how old i was i was probably like 23 or 24 and i was uh, doing some student teacher thing and we were um like an alternative teaching certificate and it, we had all finished our program and there was like a bunch of ladies and we we had gone out to like this restaurant and at the end it was probably like twilight it was like seven six o'clock at night i was leaving before everybody and 
the, the, the parking lot was completely packed, but where I was parking, the parking spot in front of me had already pulled out. So I was like, Oh, I'll just pull through. Right. right. So I got in my car and, uh, I started to pull through and then my car just, I got to the, where the other, the edge of where the other parking spot was and my car just like stopped working. It, it, it was completely stalled out. And I was like, what? And I like was double checking. Everything was in park. Gas was on. Like, what? you know, and all of a sudden this like giant, like black SUV goes boom, like as fast as it can right down the road. And like, had I have pulled out, I would have been hit. And, uh, and, and then so, um, uh, so my car, like, it's like it did a little glitch in time. It went boom and it like put me on the road and it sped up and it like put me where I would have been, but had not getting gotten hit. And it's the weirdest thing, but there were, I don't know how to explain it. I knew that there were like these two angels that were like doing it. Yes. Yes. Um, you just, you I mean, you, you experienced your guardian angels stepping in to protect you um, and that's what they'll do before your time. You know, that's how they will act. If it's not your time to go home, they will do everything. They will work miracles such as that to ensure for your safety. And we, we all have those. I mean, we all have our, our, our guardian angels. No, yeah, it's, it's weird because I didn't physically see them, but it was like, I, I almost like could sense their placement. Mm -hmm. Well, and of course, you know, I, I'm not a clairvoyant. I don't see them. I feel them and I get infused messages. So uh, I, I certainly wish you know, one day I, you know, I do ask for that. I, I want will. to see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or let me hear you, uh, you know, with my ears. But um, absolutely, it is one of those uh, situations where you, I mean, Nikki, you know, all right, something happened here. And yeah, and we, we all have those senses, you know, we all have that sense of like, oh, I feel something, you know. Um, we could walk into a room after, a, you know, somebody had a great argument and, and just feel the, the heavy energy around there. I mean, it's like, we know these oh, things. Oh yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. I just, um, for me, I am, I've always wanted, like, okay. So like, like I'm not religious. And then also the thing is, is like with, but I did, I did read the entire, um, Christian Bible when I was young. And I remember thinking like the, even when I was young, I was going like, okay, these angels are like winged people who come from the sky and they don't live here. Like they're aliens. They're like from somewhere else. They're so, you know, like, like, like as a definition, I mean, I could like, yeah, they're not like Roswell aliens with small little, I mean, I mean, there's different stuff, but they're, they're, they're a different being than a human. So like, there's something else like, and, and now I still don't even know how you define them. Cause they're almost like their own little subsection of stuff, you know? Like, so I, I, I sometimes have a hard time even knowing where to define, define where you put angels in. Yeah. Angels. Uh, I mean, as far as the aliens, I, I think that's kind of cute though, because, um, I do believe that there are some angels that do incarnate and have physical human, um, uh, experiences. 
um, but but not all of them. Okay, so mm -hmm. angels angels were created by source for many different purposes, and they first of all they don't have wings. By the way, mm. um, they do not. They they show themselves to a lot of people um, with wings on to help them differentiate between other guides and to help people know that they're um, angelic and not something else. They kind of pick up on what the artists have done over, you know, the Renaissance, you know. Right, always, okay. They take the symbolism. Things, right? yeah. So, uh, so that is just for our benefit, really. But uh, in reality, they do not have wings. But what they're, they were designed specifically to, or created, I wouldn't say designed, but created to assist us, um, like the archangels and, and guardian angels. Now, there's a whole gamut of angels, uh, different levels of angels doing other things. Um, in fact, there's, there's nine levels of angels, um, and only three of those levels interact with human beings. Um, of course, our guardian angels, um, they are with us forever uh, in our, uh, you know, the moment of our birth to the time we go back. Um, then the archangels are the, you know, kind of the heavy hitters. They have a, you know, much, uh, they have specialties that they do and bring to humanity. And then the principalities, these angels oversee the earth and and the cities and so forth. So so therefore, is the principal like okay? What's a principality? Would that be like um like I know the only ones that are like named like in text is like uh what Michael and Gabriel basically. Oh, there's a lot more. Uh, Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel. Oh yeah, Raphael and Uriel. Are yeah, and like exactly. Metatron's yes. a big one that people talk about, but like. I think that's from a different text. Can't remember. Right, and you know, there's there there actually are um, two archangels, Metatron being one and Sandalphon being the other, who were actually human souls first. Oh, now, okay. Mm -hmm. Now here's the thing: people get really hung up, especially we as human uh, human beings. We like to name things right? We associate things. Okay, well, that's in that category, and we like to name things. So I want everyone to understand that angels and archangels, the different ones, it's just like a job description. You know, it's just what they okay. do. It's not necessarily, oh, you know, I'm being itself. an angel. Well, that just be saying like, well, I'm a flight attendant. It's not who I am, right. but it's what I do. So the same thing with the angelic realm. Um, it's like their job description. No, no one is greater than the other. I mean, you know, creator created us all um, the same, you know, there's no greater being than another. We're all perfect in that way. So just remember those things. It's like, uh, it's just a job description and, the, and they just do it really, really well. Yeah, you know, because there, there's there's certain people that believe that like their loved ones become angels when they die, and uh, like, and I always I always sort of 
had the concept that maybe no an angel's like its own thing well just like humans are its own thing and i think like i don't know i really have no idea <laughs> well and and truly i do i could i tell you for sure no but i do believe if we understand about the job description thing mm -hmm. could a loved one step into a an angel role just like archangel metatron and sandalphon possibly right a lot of our past loved ones move on and and become guides so uh i think it's it's one of those things that we have to look at that you know don't say yes or no i think it's like maybe you know we don't know it's a possibility so so how did you like uh why andrew and how did you first getting uh start getting um like how does channeling work for you like i've tried to channel but like i don't really i mean i've read some books on it how about that and i don't uh i don't know that i'm i'm there yet and i don't i wonder if it's just like maybe certain people can be and certain people can't be i don't know well as far as the angels um i mean i had a really wonderful connection with angels ever since i was a little girl you know like nine years old i i remember having them that, that sense of feeling. I knew their the presence was, those presences were starting to make themselves known to me. And it, it was only probably um, in around 2000, when I started doing my, you know, my healing work and so forth, it just, it was like, it, they were, it was kind of dormant and then it's like, okay, here we are. And it's like when you open the door for them, they will come. Um, the guides and the angels, and they, they try to get our attention all the time, Nikki. It's like, hello, anybody home? Do you hear me now? I mean, <laughs> I mean it's really, really important that we understand that that communication is going all the time. We just have to set our, you know, our tuner into, okay, uh, okay, got the, re I'm receiving now. You know, it's just like radio. Yeah. I mean, okay. you know, it's like the synchronicity stuff. Like, I, uh, like I, I've stopped taking snapshots of every single time I look at my phone and it's like one, 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 or two, 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 right. or three, 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 or so on. Like, uh, I mean, I see that stuff so much every single day that I like, I don't, it's like old hat like that I don't know now but uh so sometimes I wonder but a lot of times people like have I've heard a lot of associations with that being like um ways that you're trying to be contacted or um or these weird synchronicities that happen being your like yeah that's that's your your signals like that's your bat sign or you know whatever absolutely but, yeah i mean absolutely i i see uh triple fours and triple twos those are those are the ones that i see all the time and a triple four um in numerology is very much uh angelic force so uh i it's just you know all it is is to me they're saying hi we're here Ch check it in you know Right. Uh, 
but but yeah, people have things all all the time. Whether it's you know they're finding feathers or you know pennies on the road or whatever. You know everybody's going to have their own way to to receive the messages. Um, and as far as channeling goes, when I first started, um, it was just a matter of you know really tuning in. I mean, it, this you can do this. I mean, I'm sure you do too. I mean, it's like in meditation, you're just really tuning in. You're being really, really still, but you're also um, conscious of what's coming. Um, before I channel anything, I have to be be really, really certain that I'm, I clear, clear myself. So, uh, you know, being very, very grounded, in the earth and then raising like a pillar of light, if you will. So because let's face it, you know, there are some energies out there, some um, beings uh, that are not always very benevolent and you don't want that interference. So do you intentionally set the intention of like, okay, like I want to, I want a message. So I want to channel, or is it more like, I'm going to meditate and then if something comes through cool. Actually, I get I get feelings. A feeling comes over me or a presence comes over me. Uh it's like okay, I, like I know when Archangel Andrew wants to talk. It'll just it'll be a knowing, a feeling, like okay. So I prepare myself. They don't just necessarily start talking right then and there. Um it's like, okay, I got it. You, you want it. You have a message for me. And I, that's when I create that pillar because mm -hmm. I want, I want whatever's coming through to be not of me. Right. Right. Um, yeah. be a very, 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 um, open to what is being said, but also being very protected. So that pillar of light protects any kind of mm, less than, beautiful energy to come in. So only love and light uh, is able to penetrate that. And that's where I find um, that I get the best and clearest, you know, channelings that way. And, uh, and so then do you just start writing or do you, is, do you record yourself or? I, well, if it's a message for somebody else or for a group, like, you know, like Archangel Andrew oversees Arcane Light, so if he has a message for the, the Arcing Light uh, practitioners, then yes, I start writing. And, um, and then when I type it out, I always have him, I said, okay, is this what you mean to say? And let him have all edit rights, you know, just go for it. And just if, he's, if he leads me to change words or, or switch something around so that it, it's, more true to what he wants to say, then, then he'll do that. But, you know, just like with any channel or, um, and you know this, Nikki, uh, we all have our filters. It has to come through our human consciousness in mm -hmm. some way. And so, you know, there's going to be times when, when people read, um, you know, channeled messages and so forth. And, the way that I try and differentiate between what I feel is a, a very beautiful, good 
message to listen to and those that, okay, well, maybe I don't give them too much of my time and so forth is by the vibration that's offered. So if it's positive and loving and, and you feel a sense of goodness and peace with that message, then that is from the higher dimensions. If there's a message that has a little bit of fear in it or a little bit of um, any kind of those lower or negative emotions that crop up, that's out the window for me. That doesn't Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do think you have to, I, I mean, with discerning, like using your own discern, I, I always do the whole, um, you know, like I'll listen to somebody for like 10 minutes or something and then I'll be like, if it resonates with me or if I like it, if I'm, if I'm able to stay engaged and I'm like, okay, then like, this is something like I'm cool with. But if I, if I find myself just wanting to candy crush the whole time or like, I'm just completely zoning out or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to judge myself for that. And for me, it's like, I don't, that doesn't even mean like, okay, one that everybody or that people like is that cry on guy yes. or whatever. Um, yes. I don't, and it, it may just be the vessel, but for me, his voice or the guy who, I, I, it just, it, it sounds like a Sunday school preacher or so I'm just kind of like, mm -hmm. but yet I love Bashar, you know, and I love, yeah, like, you know, like, like, so it's just like one of those, so I, I just like, it's not that I don't like the person or I don't like crying or I'm just sometimes certain things just aren't received for you at that time correctly or you're just like yeah that's not or that's just like not my that's exactly. not my cup of tea yeah i mean because all messages aren't meant for everybody and all you know so so some channeled messages and messengers you know like the channels um you're not going to resonate with all of them They're, you're not meant to so um i really believe that the messages that we're supposed to hear are the ones that are going to come to us and we're really going to resonate with them. It's like, mm -hmm. yep, this one's for me, you know, and, and you're, and you really take it in. I mean, it's like, and like you say, those that don't, Nikki, it's like, you're like, okay, I, I'm, <laughs> this isn't working for me, you know, and you let it go. And you know what? That's perfectly fine. That's the way it's supposed to be. But, um, you know, the only thing that I'm saying as far as, you know, a good channel versus uh, one that you might want to look out for is like the content wise, you the mean content, the, the vibration of the content, if it's, if it's positive or is it negative and fear-based, you know, positive and loving, fear-based, scary, you know, ugh, negative. Okay, so on that note, how do you deal with like within the, um, I don't even know if you call it spiritual community or what, what this is, but, um, like, le like there's a lot of, um, you know, like I love like disclosure stuff and I like yes. all that stuff, but sometimes it gets where it's just like, yeah, you know, like there's basically these reptilian dragons eating babies all day long, or you're just kind of going like, like, this is not productive um, even if that is what's happening or like, I can't do anything about it. Like, I don't know what's, I, I, I just sometimes am kind of, there, there is a big duality within all of this realm where yes. it seems like there's like a lot of focus on just really dark stuff. 
and uh and then like this this like fear-mongering stuff about how like i don't know like the sun's gonna explode and we're i'm gonna have to go live in underground tunnels and I, I don't know. I, sometimes I go back and forth, like not really even, it's a roller coaster within my own like research and head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and of course I absolutely believe that we have, you know, uh, extraterrestrial life on the planet already. And yeah, um, I do too, but... yeah. And do I, do I, I don't necessarily believe in all of the, um, you know, like you're saying, the lizards eating the babies, the reptilians, you know, <laughs> it's like maybe once upon a time, um, that was, that was part of it, but it's not, it's not in this day and age anymore. Um, and those people that, that are so afraid all the time, I mean, that's, you know, you're talking about, like you say, living in a tunnel or, you know, the, the world, you know, you know, our, our, you know, the, the, what am I trying to say? The um, global warming thing, you know, it's like, oh, you know, everything's going to be gone in 10 years or whatever. You know, all of that fear mongering is not helping at all. So either you can participate and add more fear to the pie or you can take another approach and see, okay, well, what can I do? You know, what do I want to create in my world? What do I want to see? How can I help with where I'm at right now? I mean, that's that's kind of the approach I take is, you know, maybe stuff's going on and, you know, maybe it's not. But what can I do in my own backyard here that's going Better to- it, yeah make make it better you know um law of attraction you know you create your own reality so if we if, if people want to worry and, and be in fear then that's what they're going to create for themselves and and guess what it'll show up but yeah. if you want if you want to see the goodness in life and the benevolent people and you know, people getting along and loving and caring for each other. And you're going to see that too. So we get to choose. That's the great thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I, but part of me does like, I actually do hope there is like some kind of, um, like mass awakening event. I actually really do mm-hmm. hope for that. I think that would be cool. Like, I think we need that, Nikki. I, I really do. I mean, a lot of the light workers that have been doing this for many years were weary. We're very weary. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. keep marching, keep marching. And, you know, you, you, you want to be able to have, um, you know, physical validation, validation, you know, physical, um, manifestation of what we've been working for all this time so i agree um personally i would love to have a beautiful mass awakening and you know having something very spectacular happen i mean nobody can deny that it happened you know 
Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, yes, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that too. Um, you know, where, when and where, we don't know. We'll just, uh, we'll just keep doing what we're doing, I guess, until, until we don't anymore. <laughs> but, <laughs> so absolutely. You know, I get, I, I, I get, um, uh, dreams. I, I, I see, I see things that are going to happen in dreams, you know, with that stuff or not. I don't know if they're going to happen in dreams. I'm saying like, I have dreams of like events happening. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, but I, I even teeter myself with my belief in whether it will or not. So sometimes I think like, that's the whole timeline thing. I'm like, you know, like what you believe is what ends up happening and stuff. So I'm kind of like, well, I want to believe, but sometimes you, you, you don't know whether, uh, like it's, it's, it's hard to like, hmm, how do my word thing this? Okay. Belief is an interesting concept. Cause it's like, can you choose to believe or not? Like, that's mm -hmm. a hard thing. Like, so you, you either just do or don't. Yeah, and I think I think um, it would be great if it's always do do I believe or don't I believe? And but yeah, what but what about the the gray areas? What about the maybes or you know what if you know? I mean, I think you can really play with that. Um, and the thing of it is, you know, with dreams and so forth, um, kind of going back to our earlier discussion about you know this just being a little you know little piece of our higher self having this experience in this human body here, you and me. Well, what about all those other lifetimes that are being lived by our higher selves? I mean, we're all connected, right? So could there be some lead through there? Oh, I 100%, sorry, I 100% think something is going on in dreams. Like I think it's another dimension or another portal or like outside of the matrix or like there's some, I mean, there, there's just multiple, there's too much of a world that goes on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not multiple to realities, you know, different timelines, different, uh, you know, different uh, places in space and time that we get to experience. And I think it bleeds through. Yeah. So, I do too. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, but yet I have like one of my best friends like growing up, like, claims that she like has never had a dream like ever in her life and I'm like I, I I just don't I don't I mean I have dreams every single night some aren't like that amazing enough to want to remember like it'll just be like you know yeah I got ice cream with somebody like, like not I mean but other ones are like fantastic movies so I mean I don't know but uh it is interesting how different people have different um they have different dream lives they have different dream abilities and or um I think I a lot of it's recall you know I, I think there's a lot of people that do not have recall on their dreams um yeah I actually have one client who was told that she does not need to dream or, or actually re and remember any of her dreams it, it doesn't contribute anything to her her life experience here. So, mm. so she doesn't dream uh, or, or oh, she doesn't, doesn't think she does. The dream. Yeah. Right. She doesn't recall, have dream recall. So, but yes, I mean, and, and the other thing too, with, with our sleep time, Nikki, and I think um, you would agree 
is that we're busy. You know, yeah. our consciousness is busy. It's, it's, it's doing other things. It's taking care of business while the physical body sleeps. And part of that is, you know, seeps through in our dreams and like, where the heck did I go? <laughs> you know, and, and things seem very, very real. Um, especially those um, connections like with past love, you know, loved ones that have passed on. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, I had this beautiful dream and my mother came and, you know, and it's, it's a way that those on the other side can actually reconnect with us and, and have a good time again. And we recall that a lot of times as just a dream, you know, um, it doesn't necessarily um, have a, a recollection of actually being in a higher dimension, talking with, you know, a loved one or whatever in a, in a, in a scenario that would seem so odd or unfamiliar to us. So they do allow us to remember it in a way that seems natural and accepting to us, if that makes sense. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, 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 um, I do more work in my dreams than I do in waking life. My dreams are super active and they're super lucid and I've been like that my whole life since I was a kid. So, but, um, so I guess for me, it's always been kind of weird that, um, we kind of live in a society that, um, talks about dreams as if they're just like, Oh, it's just your brain. We don't know what they are. It's just, you only really dream like 10 minutes, but there's these little tiny bursts when you're in REM and everybody does it every night. And it's just a way for your brain to get rid of, you know, junk thoughts or, I mean, like some of the theories they have on dreams is just interesting to me, but yeah, no, I mean, I think it's where our consciousness yeah, always lives. <laughs> what? <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, I, I do think um, that our science uh, is way far behind of, of what reality is, um, or at least it's the ones that they let on. Because, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to dig up a lot of like, conspiracy theory, but um, I think there's a lot of lot more understanding about the human mind um and you know including the dream state well even just consciousness you know like what is consciousness like you know like that's something that needs to scientifically be like examined and, and they then there's there it's just some it's just the elephant in the room absolutely and i think you know i do think that there are uh, the powers that be here in, uh, in our world that truly understand um, the power of the mind and the consciousness. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they, they try to dumb us down, honestly. I think they really like people to think a lot of what you and I are talking about is just a bunch of crazy garbage. Yeah. 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 Well, oh, and nuts. like that, and that's where I started kind of getting into the whole like, oh yeah, I, I try as hard as I can to take as much fluoride out as possible. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I've never had a cavity and I have like beautiful teeth. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's just like in everything. And everything. It's, and it's no, like what is the scientific reason for it again? Okay. 
cavities is why they're feeling yeah. okay and of course we know that was all done on purpose yeah and, uh, you know the of course the you know the history of fluoride was was truly you know back in world war ii i mean they gave it to you know the you know the nazis gave it to their people to kind of dumb it's them neurotoxin that yeah exactly, exactly. You know, dumb down the brain and don't let them think too much or, you know. Well, and I also, I mean, I think it's like the whole like penile gland thing, which is um, like your penile gland is going to be responsible for dreaming too. Mm -hmm. And I think like that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and it's so important to keep that decalcified. Absolutely. So good for you. Yeah. I don't know that it's working, but you know. Well, but see, but look at, look at how you're asking the questions. You want, you're very inquisitive. You want to explore. You want to know the deeper meanings of things. You know, you're not parked in front of the TV watching soap operas and being, you know, <laughs> lulled into, you know, never, never land, you know? I mean, I, I think that's where a lot of, um, folks want us to be they want us to be just non-thinking uh. <laughs> and, and i used to like have this sort of thing where i didn't understand people who were and i was just like uh you know like what is wrong with everybody like why is everybody asleep kind of thing now i don't necessarily have that i don't i don't really care if they are asleep because maybe that's their journey and maybe that's part of their process right um Right. I just, I just, I just want, I just yearn for more information myself. Like this particular aspect of consciousness, meaning me, or, you know, like the aspect of God that's within me, like yes. my particular journey is a sick, a searcher, I guess. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to put more pieces of the puzzle together. Like maybe some people are like, cool. with just like watching desperate housewives or I don't even know what the, the shows are now, but yeah, you know, and like, and that is their, that's their little vacation journey from right thinking, you know, and like, that's cool too. They don't know if we were all the same, like this would be a very, very boring world. Right. And the whole, the whole thing about having a human experience is having the duality. You know, it's if, like you said, I mean, if we were all the same in this human experience, it would be pretty ho-hum. <laughs> I mean, it, it really would. Um, but, you know, for those of us that are wanting to, it, to, well, I mean, look at our journey. We are on the journey to full consciousness. It's not really even learning anything new. It's just remembering all that we know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Putting it back together. Exactly. And, and you're absolutely right. There are, there are people um, in the world today, um, either on their, their soul evolution, it's not ready, you know, so, so they're still struggling, uh, dealing with things like that. They're, you know, they're young souls. The other thing is uh, some of these souls may have had a tremendously horrible previous life. And this one, they're just kind of, you know, chilling easy. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, let's have an easy one this time. I'm just kind of breeze through it. <laughs> so uh, we, we really don't know. We really don't know what each journey is. So um, yeah, it's, it's easy 
to fall into that judgment. Oh, they're, you know, they're not ready. They're not good enough or whatever. Um, but no, it's not the case. We're, we're all in this together. <laughs> True. Okay. So let's talk about this life. You're doing life coaching now, right? Mm-hmm. And what, and what's the difference between that and like, um, like counseling or like therapy or I, I know there, there's some sort of thread that's similar that crosses over, right? Yeah, there it's very, well, actually it's two, two really separate roads, if you will. Okay. Um, you know, therapy is, is rehashing what happened. Let's go back and figure out what happened to you back when you were little or, you know, let's, let's revisit that problem over and over again. And, and let's, you know, figure out how you were feeling around that time and so forth. So that's therapy. Life coaching is taking where you are right now and paving the way where you want to go. So if you are wanting to create um, a a new job or um, you're, you want to improve your health or, you know, these are all coaching areas. So is it kind of like manifestation helping or like, um, well, it's manifestation, but it's, it's you doing the work for it. So let me, let me give an example. Um, I'm doing what's called transformational coaching and my niche is working with women who really have issues around self-worth, negative patterns, um, self-sabotage, feelings, you know, like a lot of these women that have been victimized in certain ways, whether it's, you know, abuse, uh, physical, emotional, mental abuse, uh, those types of women and helping them understand they're valued, you know, that they, they have um, opportunities to truly be all that they can be, that happy, that successful, that confident woman. So that's what I am focused on doing, is helping these women get out of this where they are and really help them pave to where they want to be and doing a lot of that work because it is work. It's not just, um, you know, law of attraction. I'll think about it. Part of that is true. I mean, you have to have a change in what you believe about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right? And do you do that with like affirmations or like any kind of therapy, like, a what do you call it? Uh, hypnotism stuff, you know? Uh, like, like, like walk me through, like if, if a person was wanting to become a potential client, like what would sessions look like with you and how often and like, like I could, you know, cause I don't know anything about life coaching. I've just heard the term like thrown mm-hmm. around a couple of times. So I'm sure a lot of people would want to know exactly what is involved. Exactly. So it is a commitment of, you know, a certain amount of time and that's really uh, up to the individual. But we would we we would meet every week on the phone. Yeah, that's the nice thing. We can or 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 in this um you know under this platform like on Zoom, 
And what we would do is we would really discuss where you are emotionally first. How are you feeling? Because a lot of the, a lot of what's going on in your life is based on what emotion, what frequency you're at. So we want to help you start feeling better. So that's number one. But the other thing is, is the client always comes to the table with, with the agenda. I'm here for them. So they may come to me and, and say, you know what, I, I, I just don't feel very confident, you know, going for that new job or whatever it might be. And so through a series of questions first, where I help them really, really dig deep into why, what's going on, you know, um, those answers are deep inside each and every one of us and, um, and each and in every one of them. So I help them get down to the very um, specific answer for them. And, and then is it like an accountability thing? Like you'll, like when you, when you follow up with them again, like mm -hmm. there's sort of like by the next time I talk to you, I would be really great if you could have acted on X, Y, Z kind of thing or. Exactly. Exactly. So, so after, after really honing in on what it is that needs to change, I will help them with some processes to help them do that and to, and to help them something they can do at home in the meantime and really start putting things into action. Uh, and then we always leave with, okay, now what do you want to commit to doing this week? So we always end, end the call with, you know, homework, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it really truly is something that, you know, a woman or a guy, anybody who wants to commit to coaching, um, there's work involved. It's not just a, you know, cry on the sh shoulder session and then you leave and go back to everything's the same, you know, so you really right. want to want to move into becoming that individual that you are setting out to do. And it's, and it's my, my job is your, is your cheerleader. I'll give you the tools. I will support you, but I can't do the work for you. Right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's kind of like a self-help guide in a lot of ways or like a way to help you heal yourself. Absolutely. It's, it's like, you know, having that girlfriend walking with you on, you know, on, you know, on the road. You know, it's your path, but I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to show things to you. I'm going to mirror things for you. I'm going to give you some ideas, but all the action has to be your own. And then, so you're, you're still doing the arcing light sessions a lot. And then do you actually, are you physically doing them in person? Or are you doing more distance healings or what, how, what is that looking like? Okay. I'm doing both. I do both. So I do um, see clients in Sedona and in Rim, Rimrock, Arizona in person. But then, of course, I do um, do the long distance sessions that uh, people enjoy as well all over the country, you know, or world even. You know, I've had some clients, inter international clients. Um, and for, for people that don't really understand, you know, um, 
a distance healing is very much like offering prayer, if you will. I mean, there's no space and time where prayer is concerned. Um, and the same thing with distance healing. Um, there, that is not a barrier to this working. And besides, with the archangels, the three archangels that are dedicated to arcing light, they know exactly where that person is. They don't. Uh, they don't need me to draw them a map, you know. So, um, it's it's all about loving intention and connecting. So I do both, and happily so. Mm -hmm. um, in, and then the other thing that I do um, is akashic therapy. It's 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 something that I like to to do in complement with um, either Arcing Light or the coaching. Um, you know, for those that, that do feel that there are messages along their timelines, whether in, in past lives or future lives and so forth, to help bring those messages out of those timelines to help them deal with what they're doing today. Okay, so it's Akashic, what did you say, Akashic? Therapy. therapy, you know, so if, if people, you've heard of, a, of the Akashic Records, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. So the, the Akashic therapy is really like a, it's almost like a regression. So uh, is that kind of like, a, like, how, did, how does that like technically work? Do you like take a client through like a hip, hypnotic state where you make them go to the Akashic Records and see what you can get out of them? Or is it more like you go in the Akashic Records for them? Actually, I lead them, and it's more, it's, it's much less hypnotic, it's more meditative. So, so it's not scary like you, you know, you're just, somebody else is controlling you. No, actually, I'm taking you down um, through a meditative state, and, and that's when the, the information is, can come through, because it's like a guided meditation, Nikki, you know, yeah. where, you know, where, you know, you're kind of going the way the um, the meditation guide is is taking you. So I do the same thing with the in the records. So whether it's a past life, you know, or a future life, um, uh, or you know something that happened in the present life that's not dealt with. So so I'll, that's just one tool to help people put the puzzle pieces together. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know you did that. Like, I, I like the Akashic record stuff. I've done a couple of meditations online and stuff. I really like them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I prefer to do those in person, but I can do those, um, like, over a session, like, um, mm -hmm. or, uh, or even on the phone. Um, I just, I, I feel more comfortable when we're in the same space. I, I can kind of... Well, bless you. I can kind of monitor things a little bit better that way. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. That's really cool. And so like, I guess, um, so, so the, the Sedona area, it, it feels to me like, um, that's a little hot spot of a lot of open souls or I don't, I don't know, like, do you, is it, are you finding this kind of work is just working out like so much better being there or um how's that working out yeah i mean the 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 whole mentality of people are different than if you 
than let's say the Bible Belt, you know. Um, they're very open to um, spiritual spirituality versus necessarily religion. Um, they, they, they are on personal journeys um, to grow and be better and understand, and just like we are. And so definitely there's plenty of people here that are interested in this. Um, but then again, you know, um, I, I'm not, I won't use the word um, competition because, I mean, there's a lot of people who are offering similar services, right? Okay, I see. So it's, it's more, sat, like, there's more, it's more saturated, though, like, in terms of there's more people who have different healing modalities going exactly. on there than other places. Truly, truly. But I also believe that the right people who are meant to see me will find me. So it, it's not like, oh, I have to do all I can to, to have all the customers and, you know, our clients and, and, and I have to worry about, you know, the gals next door or whatever. No, I, I truly believe in collaboration because we can do a lot of beautiful yeah, things yeah, for sure. going together. Um, but I also believe that spirit brings us who we're supposed to help. And um, so, well, I also think that like uh, Sedona has so many um, workshops and conferences that people from all over the country go to specifically for healing. Like I see yes. all kinds of, they have all these kind of conscious, like, um, like meeting things that uh, you're always going to have opportunity for new people coming specifically as a place to get healed. Absolutely. Uh, it, it, it's like the, the hot, like you said, it's the hot spot for, for spiritual growth um, and transfer and transformation. So there's always things going on and um, you know, Sedona, I mean, my goodness, I think the last, the last, um, you know, calculation was like 4 million visitors a year, 4 oh, wow. million. The census. People, yeah. Um, yeah. Coming through. Mm -hmm. And do you feel the vortexes? Like, do you feel like the difference in the land there? Is there, what do you think uh, is that about and like causes that? Um, definitely. I feel that. And I, I felt it more pronounced, of course, when I didn't live here. Uh, now that I'm, you know, I mean, because once you live here, you know, it's just becomes part of your everyday. So it's not like you feel anything strikingly different. Right. Um, when you come to visit, definitely. Um, there are there are two different uh, types of vortex energies. Um, there's energies, you know, certain vortexes that bring your energies down. They're more earthly. They 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 ground you. They're um, they're very supportive that way. And then there are different vortexes that bring your energy up. You know, it, it, it's almost like in that meditative, like almost uh, spacey feeling, if you will. Oh yeah, um, yeah. yeah. You're just like, woo! I'm flying high. So <laughs> I definitely so, felt some of that when I was in Sedona. Some of the like spacey stuff, and I was like, oh. yes, yes, yes. And so these are, um, you know, how, how they're created. Um, you know, I, 
I would not be a good one to, to say, other than the fact that I do think that um, they are here on purpose. It's not just a by chance. Um, a lot of, you know, like a lot of sacred places in, uh, you know, on the planet, you know, having to do with the ley lines and, and sort of those types of things. I think that contributes a lot to the energy here. Um, I do, you know, personally feel that there is a very benevolent um, ET uh, activity here as well especially around uh, the Bell Rock area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I do think um, it's all for uh, a greater good. It's not, you know, this is not a place for people who um, are, you know, you know, like I'm going to use the word loosely, but negative, you know, you know, Sedona, Sedona, uh, you know, will kick out those people that don't belong. Right. It's uh, a high vibe tribe. <laughs> it really, truly is. It truly yeah. is. And uh, so, and I'm just, you know, I'm just delighted to be here, honestly. You know, it took me a while to, to, to get transplanted. And, uh, but, you know, when you find home and you know it, uh, you know, right. so all's good. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I'm definitely ultimately a desert person. So I don't know. I'm definitely going to check it out That's some okay. more. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. That's cool. All right. Well, uh, so is there a place people can check you out on? Like, uh, uh, yeah, where can people find you and how can they get in touch with you? Sure. Um, I have a website and it's uh, www on angelswingshealing.com. Okay, cool. And I'll write that up here on the mm -hmm. screen. And then uh, by phone, uh, my phone number 928-273-8447. So okay. um, website, phone number, um, and just would love to visit with any anybody interested in meeting talking working <laughs> that would be my pleasure and an okay honor. awesome well thank you so much peggy it was so thank cool talking you. to you <laughs> and uh yeah we'll talk again soon All that right. would be great great okay. thank you so much <laughs>